What's up, guys? Vince from Sports and Stuff here. Orioles are on a four-game win streak, looking for their fifth win, up 4-1 to in the bottom of the third against the Toronto Blue Jays. Ravens have minicamp, some practice. OBJ just showed up. The Denver Nuggets win their first ever NBA championship. Vegas Golden Knights looking for their NHL Stanley Cup. Let's do that video thing. Man, so much exciting stuff going on in the sports landscape. Ryan O'Hearn just hit a two-run home run. Ryan O'Hearn, what a pickup for the Orioles. Him and Hicks. Adam Frazier hitting a two-run home run as well in this game. A lot of these role players are stepping up big time. The Royals, his former team, Ryan O'Hearn, destroyed. Orioles swept the Royals. Obviously, the Royals are really bad. But O'Hearn and Gunnar Henderson, up and coming, young star. Everyone thought he would be the favorite to win AL Rookie of the Year. And right now, he this past week, he was AL Player of the Week. Gunnar Henderson, man. If he gets going, the old slogan that everyone's been talking about online, don't let Gunnar get hot, man. You got him and Rutschman, Santander, Mullins is going to come back from injury. Mountcastle right now, prayers for him, 10-day 10 10 day sideline with vertigo. Hopefully when he comes back, he can continue his production with home runs and RBIs. Man, top to bottom, this Orioles team, I'm just so excited. We're looking to go 42 and 24, 18 games over 500. It's weird to even think about this uh, mid-June, and all of a sudden, Everyone's like waiting for the Orioles to fall off, to drop off, and believe it or not, they're staying strong. Even when they had some rough patches recently against some better teams, they stuck to their guns. And now, they're looking in good shape up 4-1 to one against a good Blue Jays team at home. Now we look at the Stanley Cup Final. The Golden Knights are up three games to one against the Florida Panthers. The South uh, South Florida fans right now are hurting. Heat already down. Heat already lost. Four games to one. Now the Panthers are on the verge of losing four games to one as well. Golden Knights have been dominating. And, I'm, and I just don't see the Panthers. I'm, I think they're going to give them a hard fight just in the same way that the Heat gave the Nuggets last night. A tough matchup. I like the Golden Knights in five. I think the Golden Knights, they're just overpowering with their goal-scoring ability. And they are just so fast. This Panthers team, just like the Heat team, both eight seeds, both very scrappy, very um, just tough, nasty. But the Golden Knights and the Nuggets, respectively, both of those teams, just the amount of offensive firepower Higher seeds against eight seeds who almost didn't even make the playoffs. So it's been a cool run for the city of Miami and the South Florida region. But I think, fortunately, back-to-back nights, their hopes are going to be crushed. I predicted that the Nuggets were going to win in five games. 
Jokic, Murray. You have a good coach. I mean, Eric Spolster is also a good coach for the Heat. I mean, to get an eight seed all the way to the NBA Finals is pretty impressive. And uh, Jimmy Butler definitely played very well in these playoffs. But man, Jokic, the way he can see the court better than most anybody on the court, whoever's on the court with him, to be able to pass the ball and put it in perfect spots kind of reminds me of super accurate quarterbacks in the NFL putting it in a spot that only the receiver, only the team, his teammate, Jokic's teammate, can be and get and anticipating them to be open so they can score, which is why he's always in the running to get double-doubles, triple-doubles, because he's super tall and can box out well for rebounds. His mid-range game around the basket, phenomenal. And what the guy was doing, if you look at this, saw this stat line between Giannis and Jokic. Let me look this up here. Currently, Giannis and Jokic in their first five seasons, it's like identical stat line. Both MVPs, both in their first five years, getting a championship. Can't find it right now, but if you look it up online, doing a quick look up here. Jokic stats. Well, in, in any case, just trust me that when I saw it, it was a quick stat. The side-by-side side comparison on these bigs is, is eerie, even though totally different games and style of play between Giannis and Jokic. Jokic being just a delegator, a scorer, an opportune, getting the rebounds. Giannis is a thrasher to the hoop. Freak athleticism. When people think of Jokic, they don't think athleticism like they do Giannis. And even Jokic, after winning the championship, he basically said, "Everyone doubted the fat boy, and that's what they—that's what he called himself, and that's what other people apparently were calling him because of the way he looks compared to some of these more ripped NBA players." Also, Jokic really didn't seem to know how to celebrate. He had no idea what champagne looked like. There's a lot of memes going around and videos of him kind of nonchalantly shaking the champagne bottle up and down, which is pretty hilarious to look at. I think everyone was saying that he just wanted to get back to his horses on his farm. He's definitely a family man. He's a unique cat, but he's genuine. How can you not like the guy? And then you pair him with Jamal Murray, whose scoring ability is just unbelievable. Uh, the two of them. Happy for the Nuggets, for the uh, the fan base, the first ever finals win in franchise history. Really cool. So, really, really exciting. And then shifting over to the Ravens, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. going for practice. He had his first press conference. Just really exciting. When you have 
Odell Beckham Jr., potentially DeAndre Hopkins, who said it would be an honor to play with Lamar Jackson. Odell's big draw to Baltimore being Lamar at the helm and the Ravens paying him a good amount of money. It's really cool to see some big names finally on the wide receiver position being touted and coming out. And the guy like Lamar, to be able to keep him by getting these big names. And then you go out and draft, say, Flowers. And all the buzz about Lamar finally getting the handcuffs off in terms of being able to fully engage in this offense. It seemed to me that Roman was holding him back in terms of the play calling and him being able to audible. But Todd Munkin, man, wow. His energy, just seeing some practice highlights, that guy can get anybody fired up. So it's been really exciting to see just a complete overhaul of this offense. J.K. Dobbins reported for uh, training camp, which is really exciting because there was rumors about him holding out some of these cryptic tweets that he had out. But the fact that he's back, you have two explosive running backs. You have a revamped offense. There's going to be a lot more Lamar just running the show and Munkin opening up the passing playbook and the creativity. There's just been so much stagnation and stale predictability with the Ravens offense in terms of just run the ball. There's been creative run schemes, obviously, but the passing game was just so painful to watch. And it's not just me. Experts were saying it, but really fun times as a Baltimore sports fan overall. So just, if I, can somehow win this $10,000 on this parlay with the Orioles and the Ravens. That would be a down payment for my wife's uh, minivan. Oh, hello. This just in, breaking news. Gunnar Henderson just hit a grand slam. I told you, you can't, you can't let him... You can't let him get hot. Oh, my goodness. A grand slam. O'Hearn and Gunnar Henderson. Two home, both of them hit home runs the night before, and now they're doing it again. And Ryan, my friend Ryan, just bet $25 today's Dinger Tuesdays on FanDuel. You bet $25 on any individual player to hit a home run. If they don't, you get $5 in free bets for every additional home run hit in the game. And now, man, Orioles are just killing it on offense all of a sudden. Something inspired them, woke up. People theorized that it was Gunnar Henderson's haircut. His haircut was a lot shorter than he wanted it to be. Somewhere in there, it seems like it's given him an offensive spark because, man, ever since that haircut, he's been off the charts, lighting it up. He finally found his stroke. He was struggling to get on base at the beginning of the season, but now... These past few weeks, man, if, if he can keep this up, 462 feet last night to Utah Street. Almost right center field to Utah Street. It took one bounce and hit the warehouse. It's the longest recorded home run to Utah Street in Camden Yards history, which is 
Uh, the next longest, I believe, was Anthony Santander. And man, I think his was like 443 feet. So Henderson went up 10 by almost 20 extra feet. Whew, what an exciting time to be an O's fan, man. Can't say enough about this organization. Can't say enough about the development. One of the lowest payrolls in the MLB. Brandon Hyde taking the reins, being a player's coach. Elias being the new GM. Just scouting and getting great talent. And of course, when you've been as bad as you've been for so long, you're going to get really good draft picks. Wow. This is just unbelievable. So, happy for my friend Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. He's not here on the pod with me right now, but maybe one of these sooner days he'll hop on. He can talk about it. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) I'm speechless. Eight to one, bottom of the third. All right, guys, like and subscribe to Sports and Stuff. As always, we're here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, here on YouTube. Share with your friends. Love talking sports, especially local sports. But I had to give a shout out to the Nuggets and the Golden Knights as they A won their respective championship and the Golden Knights going for theirs. So a lot of lot of fun stuff in the uh, sports landscape. So have a great night, guys.